it can be so frustrating. But let's be honest, we've all been there. The prospective client who's just going nowhere. So like you start talking to the client and there's a connection. You know, you've, it, it seems like they're interested. You feel that connection with the person. And, you know, you talk about whatever business you might do together, you make your offer, and then the conversation just fizzles out. Maybe they ghost you. Maybe they're just, you know, they say they're just not ready to move forward. And you end up feeling confused and rejected. And man, I feel ya. We're gonna talk about that in today's episode. These are the proven direct response, marketing, copywriting, and entrepreneurship success strategies you can use today to write your own ticket and create the life you want. I am Roy Furr, and this is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Now, here's today's breakthrough. All right, today's sponsor, before we dive into the main topic, is the Launch Your Client Business free mini course. Check the link in the description. It's the Launch Your Client Business free mini course. And this course, this mini course, lays out a foundation for a successful client business and client getting system. And if you follow the process, the procedure in this course, you are much less likely to end up dealing with these going nowhere clients. But I want to tell you more generally how to avoid these these leads, these prospects that are going nowhere. And so we'll start with why. We'll start with why leads and prospects go nowhere. Now, there are a few reasons, but the main one we're going to focus on today is that what you are selling to them, what you're trying to sell to them, what you're trying to get them to buy does not fit with their overall plans. And so this could be, it, it could be a, a, a consumer client, it could be a business client, you know, it could be B2B sale, it could be B2C sale, whatever. If you're selling something that doesn't fit with the overall plans of your prospect, they could actually like what you have, they could believe in what you have, but they could decide, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just not a fit for me. And there's, there's all sorts of reasons why it doesn't fit their overall plans, why it's not a fit. So like your style, whatever, whatever your style is, right? Um, and this could, I'm, I'm not just talking about like fashion style. I'm talking about, for example, so many of my subscribers are copywriters. So is your copywriting style just not a fit for them? So they have plans to go in one direction, your style is a different direction. Okay, not a fit. It could not be a fit just in terms of timing, calendar, right? Like they could have other things on their calendar for the next three months that would preclude them doing business with you. They could have other things on their calendar for the next 12 months. Like it's, you know, I've dealt with this situation where I've turned people down and you know, honestly, I've tried to be as honest as possible about this. Uh, whenever I'm turning someone down for something like this, like, hey, it's not a fit, usually I try to be fairly direct about that. Not everybody will be. Another reason why it may not be a fit is it just might not match their current priorities. So they could completely believe in what you're doing. They could believe in, you know, all sorts of things, but they could, they could have already made a decision where they need to focus their time, their attention, their effort, their resources, their whatever, on XYZ priority and you're trying to get them to do LMNOP priority and they're not going to do LMNOP priority and so it's not a fit right now. And so if you're, what you're selling doesn't fit their overall plans, you're going to run into a wall. Now, 
you may say, you know, but they, they seemed like they would be such a good client. They're such a good prospect. And yeah, this can be especially frustrating if they, if they gave you every sign and signal that they were a good prospect, um, but they're, you know, then just ghosting you or not moving forward. Maybe they were nice to you. Maybe the conversations did go well, but then for some reason they still didn't move forward. And a lot of times what's going on when this comes up is that they are uh, a nice person. And Dr. Aziz Gazapura has a book called Not Nice that uh, that put the, puts us in, in really good perspective. So like nice guys, nice gals, you know, people who are people pleasers will be the absolute worst at this. So what will happen is they'll struggle to tell you the truth. They they will not be confrontational. And and honestly, like I'm trying not to be a nice guy, but I I came up in this in this like nice guy mentality and like trying to be a people pleaser, not being good with confrontation, not being good with being direct. And it's it's tough for the person on the receiving end of that because it is fundamentally deceptive. Um, and, and so you'll end up in a situation, for example, where they act really nice to you and excited to you and they're excited with you when you're in a conversation, but then they don't move forward because fundamentally the niceness is a deception to avoid their own inner like shame and feelings of rejection and all of that. And the 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 experience that you end up having here is that you feel so optimistic because you have this like, oh, this is this person's a great prospect, a great potential client feeling, but ultimately they won't commit because they never intended to. They just tried to say the things that they thought would make you happy in the moment when there was the potential for a one-on-one -on -one confrontation to take place if they turned you down. When they were afraid of saying no, they, you know, they treated you really nicely and you believe that they were going to move forward. But ultimately, this does lead to disappointment because at some point they're going to say no, either directly, like later they're going to come back and maybe in a less personal uh, interchange exchange like email, they're going to say, yeah, you know what, we've decided to go in a different direction. Or they're just going to do that dreaded thing that happens so much in today's world, which is ghosting. They're just not going to respond to your messages anymore because they have not dealt with that, that, that inner urge to avoid conflict. They have not gained the confidence to say no if it's not a fit. Now, you are especially at risk for this if you are cold prospecting far and wide. Meaning, like the less targeted your client offers are, the bigger the risk. If if you do not have a really really strong fit between here's the client that I'm targeting and here's the offer that I know fits with this client, like this client has this problem, this challenge they want to have solved, and my offer is the solution to that, then you're going to end up in this situation far more often. The people that just like mass 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 contact people on LinkedIn or through whatever channel, right? those people often will end up in this situation far more frequently than uh, someone, for example, who gets super targeted about who the ideal client is and really focuses on this. 
And, and so like, if you don't know you're a fit, you're more likely to struggle. And we contrast this to, for example, when I made a Dream 100 list of the financial publishing companies that I wanted to work with as a direct response copywriter, what I did is I came up with this list of um, non-Agora, and I'll talk about the non-Agora in a second, non-Agora financial publishers. And it was, it was a pretty long list that I was able to come up with just by doing some research. And then I, started following the marketing of all of these different companies and digging into the marketing of all these different companies and doing the research to figure out if they were currently running long form direct response copy, meaning, you know, thousands of words of sales copy to make a single sale. And so I started scratching uh, companies off that list when they were not running long form direct response copy. And again, this goes back to fitting within their current plans. If I knew that I wanted to write long sales letters to these companies or, or for these companies in this financial publishing space, and they were not already running long sales letters, I, I didn't want to be the one who convinced them to do otherwise. And so I was just looking for those where I could find any example of them using long form direct response copy. And then going back to the non-Agora thing, at the time that I was making that Dream 100 list, the Agora divisions would not hire me or other people in a similar situation to me for freelance opportunities. They wanted you to come work in-house in Baltimore or Florida. And I knew that I wasn't prepared. Like I was in a situation where it would have been impossible in the context of my marriage and my family to move to Baltimore or Florida. And so, what I was doing was I was identifying those clients who were the best fit and the most likely to have plans that were in alignment with the offer that I wanted to make. You know, compared to, for example, when I've tried to work with startups and they're not like direct response companies and I have to convince them to do direct response and, I, and it's like an uphill battle every single step of the way. <laughs> And so it's all about that fit between what you're offering and their current plans. So if you wanna stop getting ghosted by prospects, if you wanna stop these like going nowhere prospects and, and leads, um, and instead focus on those prospects and leads that are most likely to turn into a client, you need to be highly targeted with your market. You know exactly who the market is that is the best fit for the service that you wanna provide. The problem that you're able to solve. So it could be you know, generating direct sales, it could be generating leads, it could be whatever, right? Like you know the problem that you're able to solve. You know the solution that is in alignment with what their current behavior shows. So for example, if a company didn't hire freelancers, my solution of being a freelance copywriter for them was not in alignment with their current plans. If a company did not use long form direct response, my plan to write long form direct response for them was not in alignment with their current plans, right? So it's market problem solution and then prospect. And so by this time, you should narrow it down to you have that list of those ideal companies, those ideal clients, or you know they don't have to be companies, they could be consumers. You could know exactly who the people are who are going to benefit most. And my Launch Your Client Business Free mini course that's linked in the description does walk you through that in more detail. And then early on in the conversation, as these people are becoming leads and prospects, you do wanna figure out how much your service overlaps with their plans. 
And so you're trying to figure out what their plans are and if their plans are not in alignment with your service, with your offer, you don't want to try to move forward. You want to focus on disqualification as much as you focus on qualification, meaning you want to figure out who is not a good potential client. And it could be as simple, like they could have the money, they could believe in you, they could think you have a good offer, but if it's not in their plans to do the type of whatever you are offering in your service offering, then they are disqualified for now. And you might reach out again in the future. You might have a good follow-up system in place where you touch base in you know, six weeks or two months or three months or something, and you figure out, you know, have plans changed? Are they considering making plans that are in alignment with what you're talking about, et cetera? But you have to be willing and able to walk away at least for now if you want to be able to like to to work with the best best clients you have to be able to walk away from the ones who are not a fit and by you doing it by you doing it you save yourself all that frustration and all that like disappointment that comes with this now one last bonus tip for copywriters specifically in the context of this lesson and it's regarding royalties i've definitely definitely found this to be the case that it is far easier to get royalties from clients where it's a part of their normal thing. Like if the clients are already doing royalty type arrangements with other copywriters, then it's way easier for you to get paid royalties because, because talking about it being part of their current plans, they have the systems in place. That's part of their plans. They have the processes and procedures in place. That's part of their plans. And, um, and so this, this whole idea of trying to get royalties from companies who've never paid it before, trust me, it's, it can be difficult. It can be really difficult. Because if what you're selling, including your compensation structure, doesn't fit their overall plans, you'll struggle to get the deal that you want. Now, sometimes you can admittedly, like, be a little creative, do some deal making, and come up with some other type of pay for performance arrangement or bonus. I talk about this in my copywriting royalties and pay for performance training. I'll include a link to that in the description as well. It's part of BTMS Insiders. But sometimes you can figure out alternative ways that are a closer fit for what they have the, the processes and procedures in place for, um, such as you know hitting a performance benchmark or something. Um, but basically, every aspect of your offer and what you're asking them to do, the more it is in alignment with what they're currently doing, the easier it will be to get them to actually close, to actually become a client. So what do you think? Leave, you know, like, comment, share, subscribe, do everything you can to engage with this episode so you get more content like this delivered to you. And so the magical algorithms of the internet We'll share this content with more people like you who will find it valuable. Check the links in the description to the Launch Your Client Business free mini course and the Copywriting Royalties and Pay for Performance training. I'm Roy Fur. This is Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Every day in every episode, I'm here trying to help you increase your marketing genius and knowing which prospects are going to close and which ones are not is a very genius thing you can do as a marketer, as a copywriter, as a salesperson, as an entrepreneur, as someone who has to generate results with your marketing and your messaging. So uh, I hope that you got that out of this and I'll catch you again in the next episode. See you soon. 
Thank you once again for tuning in to this daily episode of Breakthrough Marketing Secrets. Remember, check out the links with this episode for even more value. Now make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe, and engage in every way you can to keep this show going and growing and delivering daily value to you. I'll catch you soon for your next big breakthrough.